Shalom everybody We're continuing with where we left off In the book Chayim Oran Which is translated into English as Tzadik Paragraph 184 Azar Nosen is describing stories associated With the revelation of the Tikkun Aklali Rabbi Nachman's Tikkun back in 1805 And other things that transpired at that same time and you can assume that they're all interrelated, Hashem. So we're continuing with where we left off in the last paragraph. And he says like this. And this is taking place on that Friday uh, that Rav Nosin went to bind Rabbi Nachman's teachings to make an actual bound folio booklet, which eventually became printed as the Likute Moran. Part 1. Ramar az kama kasheliot manhig shekorin gitir yud, and then Rabbi Nachman he said, how hard it is to be a leader, and in Yiddish a leader is called like a Jewish manhig is called a a good a good Jew. In other words, that was the term used for leaders, spiritual leaders at the time, Hasidic rebbeis. Ki alo zeadavar shekorin asefer nidmelachem shudavar katan, because behold, this matter. Of the binding of the book, it seems to, to you guys to be a small matter because, in the truth, no one had a clue back then what was going to be. What was going to be with Rabbi Nachman and his teachings, he wasn't aware. Even Rav Nosson himself didn't know what explosion would take place years and years later of people connecting to Hashem through these teachings. People didn't know about it then. And Rav Nachman is saying at the time that it seems to you guys that it's a small matter. How many and many worlds are dependent on this matter of the book getting bind, bound and eventually printed. And he says in brackets of Nosen, It seems the intent of Rabbi Nachman in saying this was the following. That he is obligated to carry, to, to to carry upon his himself the burden of the rectification done through the binding of the book also. In other words, just to explain this idea, for any good to be done in this world, a battle must take place first. There must be a challenge first for any good to come into the world. This can be illustrated in that if a person sees there has a major onslaught of obstacles in trying to come close to Hashem, and to serve Hashem, it's a very clear sign that if he holds on, something very big and good is going to happen. Because if that was not the case, he would not be facing so much of an onslaught. What is the Rav Nosen writes in one place? What does the Rav Yitzhar care about such a person that he causes him such misery and such obstacles so much? It's only because that person is very special. And anything happening to him is very great and positive. And Yetzirah, his job is to make it not as easy as possible for good to come to this world in order that that should be a challenge. Okay? So that said, here also, Rabbi Nachman foresaw what good would come about from the first stage, binding the book, the folios, the folios together, and then printing them, and then the eventual usage of this book by hundreds and thousands of people over the past 200 years, we can say, and the change that this book, the changes that this book has made in so many people's lives. So Rabbi Nachman had to also endure rectification for the book. In other words, the obstacles and the, and the 
prosecution of the evil side not to let this happen with whatever spiritual dimensions of obstacles taking place he had to counter them he had to take care of rectifying all of that overcoming the challenge in order for the good to come down to the world this is seemingly what it means okay Rav Nosen continues, and the book was finally bound, the Likutei Moran, which eventually became Likutei Moran, was bound the following week on Thursday. This again is in the summer of Sivan, year 1805. That whole week, from that Friday to that Thursday, Rav Nosen says, Rav Nachman spoke to me a lot regarding joy, Davka. And Rabbi Nachman strengthened me very much to always be happy. And he said, Behold, we have you have a case of a sick person who's really sick on his like deathbed, God forbid. They tell the person who's very sick, very sick, they strengthen him, and they tell him, don't be weak, don't be sad, rather strengthen yourself with any possible modicum of drop of strength that you have. That's more. And through telling the sick person this, they could, the, the sick person can then come back and be restored to his initial healthy sta- uh, status through just the, his encouragement that he gave himself. And Rav Nosen writes, and more than this, did Rabbi Nachman speak with me a lot regarding this topic every day of, those, of that week. And on that Thursday, the following week, right, the book was finally bound, and I brought it before Rabbi Nachman bound. Ana v'amar, adain einata besimcha. Rabbi Nachman exclaimed to Rav Nosin, You are still not happy. <laughs> You're still not happy. There will come a time when you will know my greatness. In Yiddish, There will come a time when you will know my greatness. Because again, at that time, nobody knew what was going to be. Rabbi Nachman foresaw what was going to be. That's why he's saying he should be happy because Rabbi eventually was happy towards the end of his life when he saw the unbelievable fruits of Rabbi Nachman's teachings, what it did, what it was able to do for the next generation and Rabbi legacy which he left behind due to Rabbi Nachman's teachings and light and he had what to be happy about because he started something which till today <clears throat> has not ended find another movement like this with a Rebbe who's passed on who's not here physically you have all types of groups of living physical leaders physically in the flesh and here Rabbi Nachman's movement is super duper strong even sometimes more than other Hasidic groups in a sense and the Rebbe is not physically here how do you explain that? the leader is not physically here he's found in his teachings by his holy grave in his followers unbelievable okay so he was telling him, you're not happy yet. There will come a time you know my greatness. So now going back to this new thing. And then at that time, on that Thursday, 
Rabbi Nachman revealed to me, Rav Nosson says, regarding the above-mentioned book, above-mentioned in previous paragraphs, that he has, that that, that was the book that Rav Nosson says, I merited to copy it, and afterwards Rabbi Nachman ordered for it to be burnt. It's called in Breslev, Sefer Hanisraf, the burnt book. Ve'yesh bazeh harbe l'saper, u'me'at nersham b'makom acher, there's a lot to say about this book, and a little bit has been, has been recorded above and elsewhere. You can see in this book, the Qaymoran, paragraph 169. <coughs> and Rav Nosson saying, and look elsewhere also regarding this story in the book, which we did, Rav Nosson's autobiography. We read more details. What's amazing again is this whole story, this whole incident took place only by Rav Nosson overcoming his obstacles from Rabbi Nachman himself. And in the end, he broke the obstacles and he traveled to Rabbi Nachman. And all this good was revealed, the Tikkun HaKlali, the beginning of the Tikkun HaKlali's revelation, plus the binding of this book, plus all of the unbelievable encouragement that Rav Nosson received from that week on being happy, plus knowledge about the burnt book. All this was revealed, all this is interrelated. We should be zoche in our lifetime to understand the depth of Rabbi Nachman's simple conversations already in this world. Amen.